2: Well, hello. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. show. It is Wednesday. It is hump day and we are humping along this week. And you know what it is? It is humping along in D.C. with the hoedown over the shutdown. A lot of uh, a lot of dancing going on around the shutdown situation, which involves the State of the Union address and whether or not it's going to happen and whether what Trump should do and. First, Nancy Pelosi invited him, and then she pulled the plug. And then he said, Oh, I accept your invitation. Then she formally pulled the plug. Lots of stuff happening with that. We're going to get to all of it. We've got to talk about the latest. How low can the Democrat Party go? Can they go any lower than what happened yesterday on the anniversary of Roe versus Wade? We're going to discuss that tonight. There's another shutdown of sorts that happened out here in California. We actually had kind of the reverse of a government shutdown where the workers have to have to go home. Uh, we actually had taxpayer employees here in the state of California in the form of teachers who shut down the schools in a little hissy fit. And Bob Walters is going to be here a little bit later on the show to talk about what was the strike about 30 something thousand teachers, kids having to be home parents not knowing what to do with their kids when they're supposed to be being taught uh, in, in a little hissy fit. So Bob's gonna be here to explain what happened with the, what happened with the teachers school shutdown. What were their demands? What was the result of that? Would love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. What's on your mind out there? I think the question of the day should be, Trump's going to deliver the State of the Union address. He probably didn't even want to deliver the State of the Union address because it's it's got to be just as boring for him as it is for the rest of us. I mean, has there been anybody in the history of this country who actually enjoys watching the State of the Union address? Well, that's not true. I have to say the one time I actually enjoyed it, was getting to see the seething of contempt and the misery on the part of the Democrats when he delivered his first day of the Union address in 2017. Because, you know, and and then knowing that night, the misery Hillary must have been going through, the fact that it wasn't her. But the speech itself is a bit of a yawn. This time, though, I'm kind of glad. I, I know Trump doesn't want to do it, but he's got to do it because he's being told not to. And Nancy Pelosi was stupid to pull the plug on it cuz it's just feeding his base. So I want to hear from you guys, where should he do it? Lots of different ideas out there on where he should do it. Here here at the station, uh, potato skins, he thinks that Trump needs to tweet the state of the union address. He kind of does all day every day anyway. You know, he, he you know some of his tweets today over Nancy Pelosi and and you know the state of the union address are just absolutely hysterical. So he kind of does that all the time anyway. Um, I actually think, I want to hear from you guys, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 What are your ideas for President Trump, the State of the Union Address? My idea is, is that I think, did y'all hear about the lawsuits going on today that were launched? DJ Carrot Sticks tipped me off to it today. There's some lawsuits going on against the NFL, which I think is a good idea. And I'll tell you a little bit why, why later. Think about Trump going to the Super Bowl, to the Superdome down there. Because remember, Trump, what he did to the NFL over the kneeing, now there's this whole new controversy going on to the NFL. Why not go deliver the State of the Union address where well, you've got so much anti-NFL sentiment going on? He can tap into that. He can tap into that, right? Yeah. From the Houdad Nation. In fact, I would love to see him out in the middle of the Superdome, on the field, on, on, on uh, uh, one of the floats from the Mardi Gras parade, because we're in the Mardi Gras season right now. It's officially launched. He could be munching on a king cake. He needs to roll in on one of the Bacchus floats as king of Bacchus, king of the United States, and you know what, I don't mean literally king. But wouldn't that be hysterical if you (laughs) rolled into the center of the dome on a Blaine Kern Mardi Gras float with a St. Aug band, Playing Mardi Gras mambo, leading him out to the field, drum majorettes. Then he gets out to the middle of the field and he delivers a, a speech to the Hoodat Nation and to America about the reality of what is going on in this country with the Democrats. And then he and then on his way out, on his way way back out of the stadium, he can be throwing out beads and he can be throwing out doubloons, turning it into a Mardi Gras parade. He's shooting out MAGA hats. Those t-shirt <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hysterical because crew attacks. they throw our, our crews down to mardi gras throw out everything from rolls of toilet paper to cups to you know pens zulu used to throw out coconuts until people were getting hit in the head now zulu doesn't throw coconuts out anymore and that's a true story the voice you just heard was my partner in crime here who, who i don't know if he's ever been to mardi gras because they don't throw out Cheez it's At the Mardi Gras Parades, it's DJ Carrot Sticks.
0: I love San Diego. I
3: have so many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. I think he should do the State of the Union dress from a Roberto's eating a California burrito.
2: (laughs) Well, he eat. Although he's got the, the world's greatest taco bowl up at Trump Tower in New York. So he doesn't really need to go, you know, go to Roberto's to, to eat a burrito. Um, but I don't know that I, I, I'm serious, though. Steve Scalise was actually the first person to suggest that he go to the Superdome to deliver the State of the Union address. And I think that Steve Scalise in part was he didn't say it was because the NFL controversy. But you think about tapping into that, what that would do. And, and, and the people who love President Trump down there. Uh, it to me that would be just the perfect venue. Um, my GM was joking at the station earlier when I told him my ID. He's like, "Well, the dome ain't being used." Although what Trump could do is he could then call out Goodell and say, "Hey, how about we redo that little part of the last uh, minute 49 of that game? How about y'all do right by by the Saints with that?" I'm um, speaking of Steve Scalise. Uh, he tweeted out today. Uh, we got to get back to 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 the shutdown. The reality. The reality of what's going on with these with the Democrats trying to use the State of the Union address as some kind of wedge issue against the American people. That's how bad the Democrats have gotten in terms of trying to that's how much they're losing in the messaging game right now in regards to the shutdown. What Americans life has been. Yeah, you're going to aggravate us by trying to tell us that we don't we don't have the right to hear from our president, but nobody's life is going to be hurt by him not doing the State of the Union address. So that was a really big messaging fail on the part of Nancy Pelosi. And then worse, guess what Steve Scalise revealed about Nancy Pelosi or pointed out about Nancy Pelosi in regards to the shutdown negotiations? And
4: so now if you watched on Saturday, the president didn't go to the microphones until 4.07 p.m. to address the nation. At 4 o'clock p.m., seven minutes prior to President Trump even walking up to the podium, At 4 o'clock, Nancy Pelosi put out a statement rejecting the president's offer as, quote, a non-starter. She literally rejected an offer that hadn't even been presented to the nation uh, for at (laughs) least another seven minutes. That shows you how unserious she is. She is not serious about solving this crisis. She's not serious about reopening the government. She's not serious about solving the crisis at the border.
2: No, of course not. And it's becoming more and more and more apparent to the American people. And I know that there were rallies today from government workers. I heard a really sad story reported out of San Diego today that there's a woman with stage 2 cancer that has insurance as a government civil service employee but has to pay for her own care. And she's having to negotiate, you know, with her providers. There are people that are being hurt by this. And Nancy Pelosi, they know. When they marched today at Congress, they did not march to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Those out of work Government employees today were marching against Congress. And somebody else, some liberal on, on Twitter, thought he was going to hold, you know, oh, point out the bad to Trump. This shutdown is going to cost more than what Trump wants in the wall. Well, yeah. Thank you for proving that the it's the Democrats who don't care about costs. This isn't about money. This is about power. And I don't know if it's true, but I read an article the other day that Nancy Pelosi went so far in her insanity to actually suggest that mowing the grass is a better way of border security than building a wall. I don't know if that was, what, did, did she really say that? But, you know, she's so insane and the left is so insane with this and has taken this so far that I am actually choosing to believe at this point that Nancy Pelosi would suggest mowing the grass as a means of border security. Because remember when Obama suggested that people not suffer so much under the increased gas prices by inflating their tires? Yeah. This is what we're dealing with, with the left. We're going to take a little break. We come back. We got more of the Andrew K. Show on the other side. We got to get a little bit serious. I had some fun in the opening here. I needed to have a little laugh in the opening before I get to this next segment, and we talk about how literally depraved and craven and psychopathic the Democrat Party is. Stay tuned for Andrew K. Show coming up.
0: FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer.
7: Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com, that's TrustedNewspaper.com, reporting the important news avoided by the other media. TrustedNewspaper.com, that's
4: TrustedNewspaper.com. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system, standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619 742 8376 that's 6197428376 or visit keeganelectricsolar.com
8: After record highs in the stock market, we're feeling the rumblings of a market correction. Dennis Prager here. Don't be caught unaware. Protect your hard-earned money so you can have the retirement you've always dreamed of having. Call W.L. Roth & Associates. They're focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to save and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you all the upside of the returns. You can't control the market, but W.L. Roth & Associates help you control your investments. Schedule your complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth & Associates. Find out how to guarantee you won't lose any money with market corrections. Call 858-673-7574. That's 858-673-7574. Or go to wlrothassociates.com. W.L. Roth & Associates, your partner for success. 858-673-7574
5: specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
5: Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy home day. We are approaching the other side of the week here, and glad to have you with me. 888-344-1170. The question of the day is... Where should President Trump give his State of the Union address? Do you have some ideas? He says he's looking to go outside D.C. and I think a rally at a big stadium, kind of like he did those campaign rallies. Remind Congress, when, they, when there are thousands and thousands of people, 60,000 people in, a arena, in an arena chanting, build the wall, it will put the pressure back where it belongs. There were some Democrats. See, there's cracks right now in the Democrats. Uh, one Democrat, Minnesota Democrat represent, uh, Rep. Colin Peterson said on a local radio show, I'd give him the whole thing and put strings on it to make sure he puts the wall where it needs to be. Why are we fighting over this, he says. We're going to build that wall anyway at some time. Another uh, Democrat said... That uh, the Democrat leaders need to get in the blank room because the issue would not resolve itself. She says she's absolutely willing to work on negotiating a deal. Um, You know, another Democrat said we promised our constituents that we would seek bipartisan solutions. And, you know, they basically they need to negotiate. Uh, of course, you know, the Dem's idea of negotiating at this point is that Trump should reopen the government and continue discussions, i.e. cave. And Trump is right to hold firm on this because there really doesn't need to be any further negotiations at this point. Trump's already negotiated. He's already gone from 25 billion down to 5. He already offered an extension of temporary, uh, like a temporary stay of execution, if you will, for lack of a better term, uh, for DACA recipients to give them a, a few more years. But quite frankly, he shouldn't even be doing that. One Democrat said that DACA is the most important moral issue. Really? That reminds me of my next topic. The most important, that just proves, the real moral issue here should be like Officer Singh, who was murdered by an illegal or the or the four Nevadans, right? Uh, uh, there is going to be a prosecution. A man was just charged with the murder of four Americans in Nevada. Or how about Kate Steinley? Or how about Molly Tibbetts? How about the thousands thousands of Americans that have either been murdered, raped, molested, or somehow victim of a violent crime? That's what should be the moral issue. But the Democrats continue to prove that that lives, at least of Americans matter nothing to them yesterday on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Uh, There was something absolutely, I kind of touched on on the show last night, but I don't think I realized the extent of what went down in New York City yesterday. They specifically timed on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade to pass a piece of legislation that allows for the murder of children up until the time of birth. And I toyed with whether or not to read one of Matt Walsh's articles about it because what they what this legislation does to children is absolutely barbaric. Of course, the left played a little game, calling it uh, some legislative uh, about reproductive health. Reproductive health. There has never been, as Matt Walsh pointed out, there has never been. I'm not going to read the gruesome details of what a woman does to have a late term abortion at the point of birth, but it it takes days to take effect. It involves a fully capable, full-term human being writhing in agony for up to 36 hours. And then the woman still has to give birth to the child. It doesn't avoid birth. You're killing a child for absolutely no reason. You decide in that, in that five minutes before it's coming out of the birth canal, you don't want to mother it, put it up for adoption. There's absolutely no excuse for this to happen in this country. And they were applauding at the point this legislation was signed yesterday. They were cheering and applauding. And I wondered, did did the Nazis cheer and applaud like that when they they had completed construction of gas chambers? There was a time when Democrats at least tried to argue that abortion was horrible and tragic and it should be legal, safe and rare. And now they're applauding the the wholesale, state-sanctioned, infanticide, and slaughter of children. And then to make it worse, what I didn't realize yesterday was then they lit up the Freedom Tower, One World Trade Center, in pink to celebrate this. Think about how craven and depraved and psychotic you must be to choose the hallowed ground where 3,000 Americans lost their lives in a terrorist attack and choose that to be where you celebrate the murders of Americans, the Freedom Tower. If only the children being slaughtered under this legislation were granted the right that they have under the Constitution of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And how dare any woman who does this call herself a mother? I won't use the word that I'm actually thinking, about them. I'll leave that to your imagination. How did we get, and this at a time in which we have a tech, we have technology that shows in 3D very early on that is not her body and her choice. There might've been a time when you could get it over on people, what was going on inside a woman at six weeks. There's no excuse for this barbarity to be happening in the United States, none whatsoever. And if, it, and oh, by the way, Matt Walsh also points out that in the state of New York, It's considered unconstitutional to inject an inmate that the death penalty by injection is unconstitutional and immoral, but yet it's okay to do that to children. God help this country. This is where we're at. See, this is one reason why they needed to to remove God from society, because they got to remove our conscience. They got to remove our soul. We talked last night about how bad a legal decision Roe v. Wade was. We gotta we got hope that Bader that Ginsburg goes before twenty twenty and we get we get some actual constitutionalists who have a soul and have a conscience and have, have integrity and decency that aren't Ted Bundy in robes making some decisions for this country. I gotta move on because I'm just I'm I'm starting to get sober clamped. I gotta move on to to another story. Uh it's uh here's a little bit of good news. The the Covington kids are continued to be maligned defamed, uh demeaned. Uh, who saw DJ Carrot Sticks? Did you see any of the NBC interview from Savannah Guthrie? No, I didn't. The alleged reporter, the alleged anchor.
0: Was she interviewing Nathan she, Peterson? or the
4: kid?
2: She she interviewed Sandman, the young man. I mean, Savannah got how did she even get this gig? Savannah Guthrie wasn't even any good on Court TV. She was like a D-lister back when Nancy Grace. Was doing actual and, and Vinnie Politan were doing actual real reportage that actually was interesting to people that involved crimes. So no wonder they gave it to her, uh, because you know I mean she's she's absolutely you know doesn't doesn't seem to have a whole lot going on between the ears. Um, but it was particularly so she was actually a good front person reading the script of questions given to her. Um, but it was absolutely egregious that she says to him, "Do you do you feel like you should apologize to anybody?" Hat tip to him, man. He was so poised. What do I, he didn't say it like this. But he's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Why should I apologize? And the look on her face, because, I mean, she really thought, you know, that she was, that she he was going to, you know, act like a Republican elected official in cave at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, please, please forgive me. Please forgive me for, quote, smirking. You know, and she, oh, and then she asked him. You know, some people say that that was just like a really, really, that smirk was just, this is what is is going, this is what's counting as journalism in this country. I can't find one mainstream media interview in which anybody brought the black Hebrew Israelites and asked them, hey, do you think you maybe you should apologize for calling white kids crackers? The F-word that you can't use against homosexuals and you lose your job if you're a straight white man? Screaming, calling them all kinds of where Anybody ask them to apologize? I haven't seen one interview with them. I haven't seen a tweet about them from anybody in the mainstream media. Where was Savannah Savannah Guthrie or anybody else asking Nathan Phillips whether or not he thinks he should apologize to the U.S. military and the American taxpayers for his stolen valor lies? You know who Nathan Phillips is? He's the equivalent of the poop swastika. Who remembers the poop swastika at at Mizzou, University of Missouri? The hoax. Somebody, Somebody painted a swastika with, you know, excrement, and it ended up being a hoax. Or maybe the better equivalent of this guy is like the LBGT people who go around to Christian bakeries to try to create some some scenario in which they're victims. This isn't the first time that he's gone up to kids and lied and tried to create some scenario for himself as the victim. No, he's done it before. He did it with some, some college group out of Michigan. And then, did you guys know that the day after, he pulled all this crap and lied about these kids and slandered them on Friday at the March for Life that the next day he tried to he tried to force his way into a Catholic church and a security guard stopped them. Why has he not already been a prosecutor for stolen valor? He was not he was a refrigerator mechanic. He wasn't a Vietnam vet and he used that that false claim For monetary gain to raise money. There's even videos of him going around where he says, I was spit on and called baby killer. That's the extent that he lied about being a Vietnam vet. And yet, Savannah Guthrie is asking this kid if he should apologize? I tell you, I talked last night about uh, an attorney named Robert Barnes, who started going after everybody, tweeting against every media outlet and every media person uh, telling them, you know, this is libel, that's libel, this is libel. On, uh, in addition to all the media people that he did, uh, our most uh, freshman congresswoman, the anti-Semite uh, Ilhan Omar, tweeted out yesterday, flat-out lies and defamatory, flat libel. She's tweeted that the Covington kids yelled, it's not rape if you enjoy it. She also tweeted out that they were, quote, taunting five black men, among other stuff. And his response, Robert Barnes's response was, this is libel. He has decided, he's put everybody on notice. He's, it's 40, 48 hours till justice. I think the clock is ticking until tomorrow night. He's given everybody who has slandered and defamed these young men 48 hours to issue a retraction and apology. Or he's filing lawsuits. And this dude, let me tell you, this dude got Wesley Snipes from 15 years on tax evasion, I think down to two. I think this dude knows what he's doing here. I've seen I've seen a couple retractions, but not enough, Kirsten Powers, for saying that you saw some hand gesture of Sandman calling his uh, black schoolmate the N word. I really I hope every one of you, including Mr. Uh, Benson and Harf, Benson and Barf, Guy Benson, Guy Benson, Kirsten Powers, Essie Cup. Every, I hope. I, I hope even if they don't get a win on the defamation and libel, I hope you. Ha- I hope you. You get Roger stoned. I hope you get Jerome Corsied. I hope. I hope you get Michael Flynn. And every one of you has to sell every possession you've got on eBay. And even then, maybe you're going to be Venezuelan to death and having to, having to open up cans of pork and beans to survive after what you've done to these kids. That's what I hope. Speaking of kids, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about kids and uh, the shutdown of the schools here in LA. we got that to talk about and more. And I want to hear from you. 888 344 1170. Where should Trump give his State of the Union address? Whether or not, you know, oh, at, do you think Nathan Phillips should uh, be faced with a hate crime charge? I do, because he made some false accusations against young white kids. Anyway, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: FM, 96.1, North Cali. AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer.
8: Recently, mortgage rates have fallen dramatically by half a percent from their peak, opening yet another window of opportunity for homeowners to lower their monthly payments, do a cash out, refinance, or consolidate their debts. Extreme volatility in the stock market and expectations of slowing global and U.S. economic growth have pushed bond yields to near one-year lows. Following the big drop in mortgage rates, conforming no-point 30-year fixed mortgage rates now average in the mid-fours, with 15-year rates in the high threes, 30-year VA and FHA rates are in the low fours wars. Whether you're purchasing a home or refinancing, take advantage of today's lower mortgage rates while they're still available. And don't forget, Aramco now has plenty of easy qualifier loan programs for the self-employed with no tax returns. To learn more, call Aramco today at 800-411-8441. That's 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse, real estate, real solutions for your financing needs.
5: DRE 01853626 and MLS 277316. Not all borrowers qualify.
7: Spring is just around the corner, so now's the time to get those home projects done so you can spend spring and summer being with your loved ones. Larry Elder here. Home Advisor makes it easy to find the right pros for any project. Seriously, whether it's a small project like fixing a leaky faucet or a big project like remodeling a kitchen, just go to HomeAdvisor.com and tell them about your project. In just seconds, you'll be matched with the best pros in the area for your exact job. You can read verified customer reviews, Compare prices, check availability, even book appointments online. And with their project cost guide, you can check what others paid for similar jobs in your area. No matter what home project you've been thinking about, painting, getting your gutters cleaned, even a big job like a brand new roof, HomeAdvisor makes it easy to find and hire the best pros in your area. Find a great pro now before the busy season hits. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor.com
1: you own a local business or any business and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch but you can beat them with our digital marketing experts we're salem surround We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com,
0: connecting you with new customers. FM 96.1. AM
5: 1170. The answer: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome
2: back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy Hump Day out there! Um, tonight's question of the day is: Where should Trump give his State of the Union address? He's looking for venues. I say he needs to go down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras season down there. Football season's over. It's time to shift gears down there to Mardi Gras. Superdome's available. He should roll in. We call Mardi Gras parades. We call them crews. I think he should roll in on a Blaine Kern float for the crew of MAGA. DJ Carrot Sticks think he sh- thinks he should throw out MAGA hats. I think it would be hilarious. I think it would be kitschy. He could be wearing uh, We wear costumes down there, masks, throw stuff off the floats, have Melania there, have Baron Trump. Sarah Sanders, because she's available now because Trump says he's not going to have her bother anymore with these press conferences, the daily press briefings. It's just become so, like, ridiculous and just nothing but a hate fest on Sarah Sanders. I literally think – I was laughing at the top of the show, but I actually think that it would be incredibly clever. Of course, the food's the best, and he could, like, you know, stand up there and eat king cake. Um, but wherever President Trump gets it, uh, gives it, it's going to be a really uh, – the reason why Pelosi doesn't want him to give it at all is, as Trump said today himself. She doesn't want to hear that. She doesn't want to hear the truth, and she, more importantly, she doesn't want to hear the American people to hear the truth. Joining me now is a key member of the crew of AK. Spell, we call crew. We spell the crew's K R E W E. So uh, the, the the lead buddy of the crew of AK joins me now. Bob Walters. Hey Bob, welcome to the show.
9: Thanks for having me.
2: Um, you ever been to Mardi Gras, Bob?
9: Oh yeah. Oh Fine. yeah.
2: It's a good time, right? It's a big time.
9: It is, yeah. Love the crowds.
2: Yeah, what do you think of my idea for President Trump giving his State of the Union address from the Superdome, rolling in on a Mardi Gras float, throwing out, you know, I'd make America great hats. You know, he would tap into the NFL, you know, anger right now. He led the march against the NFL over there taking these stuff. Um, So I'm half joking, but I'm actually really serious. And it would be a large venue. They'd be chanting, you know, build the wall. I think it'd be great.
9: I think it'd be good. Yeah. All right. You should get going. Maybe he'll hear this broadcast.
2: Yes. Um, all right. Now, Bob wrote the book, Facing Reality in American Education. And we had, Bob Bob really wrote the lesson plan for what we need to be doing in our schools. And this schools out here in California, it's made national news, but nobody's really been talking about the details of it. The the school teachers, I think 30-something thousand of them in, out of L.A., decided to have their own little form of a government shutdown by walking out. And I don't know why. I haven't heard why from anybody, what this was about, what their demands were about, what they ended up getting to the cost of the taxpayers. I know what the students haven't been getting, Bob. I know the students haven't been getting an education because half of them can't read or write by the time they get out. What was this all
9: about? I know. it's uh, Of course, they said it was to help the students, but that was a false slogan just to, to get public support. Forty percent of the students in, in L.A. schools do not meet national standards in language, and only 30% do in math. So it's really a sad commentary. The teachers now have an average pay of $64,000 a year, and this 6% increase was retroactive, most of it from a year and a half ago and the rest of it six months ago. So they get a nice fat check next week. And more pay doesn't mean better teaching, better school. I'm afraid that's a false thing. And the district now faces $1 trillion in retirement debt. So So, they might soon be going bankrupt. So
2: this was entirely about a pay raise?
9: Well, that was one of the issues. Another issue was put a lid on the, on the charter schools and how many there are, because charter schools are blooming in LA schools and they don't have to hire union teachers and that's, that's what they were against. But that turned out to be a state prerogative, so I think we're going to have to be that battle with the new governor, because the state has to change the rules by which charter schools are created. It can't be up to the district.
2: So this was kind of like taxi drivers, union taxi drivers, saying we don't want Ubers to have to compete Correct. with. That's what this was about. Okay, so um, so clearly nothing about this had anything to do with benefit for the kids. You know, the, yeah. this this was nothing but a power play. I had heard that part of what their demands were or part of what their complaints were was overcrowded classrooms. And it's like, well, how did that happen in LA where, you know, you you guys have been, you know, pushing, all you liberals have been pushing for open borders and bringing in, you know, uh, how many, I think the state of California has what, 1.3 million illegals and obli- and the state is obligated to put these kids in our schools. So no wonder the schools are overcrowded.
9: I know, and it's, That's another false goal they stated they were trying to get when they themselves had a big hand it along with their liberal friends in Sacramento. But, you know, the truth is um, they they also put up in this agreement $2 million to pay for lawyers to help protect illegal immigrants who are in the schools. What? Couldn't couldn't believe that. Over what? Protect
2: them from what? Because we're already obligated supposedly to provide them an education. So $2.8 million for what?
9: Well, in the event that they had any issue with the immigration authorities or their families, the school district would pay for the defense, which is like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, because, well, for, yeah, first of all, why are the, ta- it's not the school districts, it's the taxpayers. Now, anybody paying state and local taxes, which funds the school, is basically providing legal defense for, for, for people who broke into this country and you hear illegally. Second of all, didn't we already have a, a, a state fund set up? To defend them, I mean, didn't didn't Gavin Newsom and actually I think Jerry Brown beforehand set up a, a legal defense fund, and and yeah, and but, and uh, Eric Holder was part of the people was one of his law firm was part of the the group defending them. So why do we need multiple pots of money to defend illegals?
9: Well, that's the strength of the union and their liberal mentality that that caused this. Again, You yeah, know, they added some librarians and added some nurses and counselors, but that's not really the goal. It was very minor. Uh, they've also even stopped uh, searching kids in high-crime areas uh, <laughs> where they were finding a lot of kids with guns and knives and other things to keep the other kids safe. But that's that's stopped. It no longer can be done. Yeah, no this, is, yeah.
2: this is the same school district where teachers that were found to have been molesting kids and are, are still sit in, in jail, in prison, and collect teachers' pensions and collect benefits and actually collect pay. That's what's going on with these unions. There was yeah. a time in which unions, Bob, were actually a good idea, but it's nothing but little Marxist, uh, I, I don't know if it's, it's more akin to more analogous to organized crime or little Marxist communities to where it doesn't matter how bad you perform, you get paid, and you, you know the, the taxpayers are bled dry to continue to fund these, these worthless organizations that do nothing but, but harm the people that they're supposed to provide a service
9: for. Well, you're from New Orleans. Uh, there's a little history there. New Orleans School District, the unions got t- totally out of hand. The district went bankrupt. They, they closed down. And they resurrected the school district under state order and allowed charter schools. Mm-hmm. Every kid had to go to a charter school. No more unions. And that might be what has to happen here at some point, although with all the liberal control of the legislature, I'm not sure that might ever happen. I don't know.
2: Well, I do know that the charter schools in the New Orleans area um, have improved the lives and the futures of countless kids out of the projects coming out of the projects and have given them a hope and an opportunity that they never had before with the ratty public school systems that were going on in the state of Louisiana. And let me remind everybody that up until, you know, Bobby Jindal, the estate was entirely run by Democrats. So every problem that was going on in, in the state of Louisiana, you Democrats only have yourselves to blame. Bob, thank you so much for reporting on that. Oh, no, you also... What was this about Um, Notre Dame? What did Notre Dame do with Columbus?
9: (laughs) Well, they decided to remove, There's a huge mural on one of their major walls. And (laughs) the school has decided with pressure from the politically correct people to paint it over and cover it over so that nobody can see it anymore. It's a huge mural showing and commemorating the founding of, America by Columbus for the European people, and there and it's beautiful the artwork done in 1878, and they wow. want to totally cover it. Wow! Just get rid of our history. That's yeah,
2: right. yeah. I mean, get get rid of the history, and uh, initially uh, the the. Plan the agenda, or the, or the tactics were to uh, separate Americans from history, and then to rewrite it. So this is this is step one: separating Americans from history, and to rewrite it, or to change history, or to to indoctrinate. They're probably going to cover it up with uh, Che Guevara, and because uh, that that's that's the the next step: the indoctrination. So it's just really, really
9: what's up. <laughs> That's the hero, along with the president of Venezuela, I guess.
2: Yeah, um, there's some stuff going down in Venezuela. I guess there's a new guy that has assumed power down there, and Trump is recognizing him. He says he's not going to do anything to, to get Maduro out. Um, I think what we should do is we should send that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez down there. Tell her, hey, why don't you go investigate? See what it's like down there in Venezuela. Do do, do a little, yeah. since you weren't taught any history, since you weren't taught in any schools anything about the reality of socialism Uh, versus capitalism and you weren't taught anything pro-america maybe you should go see for yourself what do you what do you think about that idea bob
9: i'd be good she could be the ambassador for this country see what it's really like
2: (laughs) yeah they well they've actually said they they're i think they've given uh america what 72 hours to get our ambassadors out i think we need to tell them can we can you please take one her name is alexandria (laughs) she loves you guys so much she just loves everything y'all doing down there can we please send her down there Oh, wow. I
9: agree.
2: Well, thank you, Bob, for being here. <laughs> Bob's book is Facing Reality in American Education. You can get it on Amazon. Thank you for being here, buddy.
9: You're welcome. Take All, care. Right.
2: All right. Bob Walters, part of the AK crew here. I need to, I need, seriously, I need to like get a crest and maybe like set up like a little phony, fake little like uh, float, like we have a Mardi Gras and like get my little costume going and like during Mardi Gras season. Like, have like a little celebration in here every Friday with a king cake.
0: Well, don't they have, uh, don't they do floats downtown San Diego? Let's get you down there. That doesn't even a- out, I mean, not everyone's get, not everyone's on Facebook Live, AK. They can't oh. see you.
2: Well, they can, hear, well, that's true. But, you know, even even if they just hear me describe it, it's better than anything that we do down at that, that Mardi Gras, the gas lamp, okay? That is that is a, <laughs> that is a fraud. I'm surprised okay. I,
8: didn't, I didn't see you go, too,
2: too. There you have it. Don't fall for that, people. That is not even remotely anything close to Mardi Gras. We're going to take a break. We come back. Did y'all hear the latest over Sheila Jackson Lee? I'm calling Alyssa Milano. Where are you, girl? Where's the Me Too movement? Girl, get on it. You got an opportunity here to do something for your women. Because remember, you're supposed to believe all women. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website hatleylawgroup.com. That's h a t l e y lawgroup.com. hatleylawgroup.com. FM 96.1 North County,
0: AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
7: She had been needing more and more support in her home as the years went by. Lana needed a place for mom. We were working with nurses and social workers, and they recommended that we make this choice. I had a friend that was looking for a place for her mother. She had recommended Sun Garden Terrace.
1: Lana visited Sun Garden Terrace, a charming assisted living and memory care community located in beautiful Lemon Grove.
7: I think it was the friendliness and the people, but I also think it was the place itself. It's very comfortable to come in and I look forward to just spending good times with her here. I think it's a really reasonable price. Most places are more expensive and I like that there's little private places to just kind of relax and spend time together it feels like home
1: and the food
7: my mom loves the
1: food sun garden terrace because there's such a lot of living to do schedule a private tour a delicious lunch click SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-care that's 619-464-care
3: hi this is you hewitt for townhall.com president trump could make a lot of history good history in the next two weeks But he needs to reach back to his inner gambler to do so. If he tosses aside the counsels of his usual advisors on immigration, Trump can break the deadlock, fix the border security immigration mess, and in so doing earn a lasting place in U.S. history among the most consequential presidents. President Johnson is a Southerner, relished being the president to deliver the Civil Rights Act of 1964. No fair reading of history of those critical laws can overlook Johnson's absolutely essential decision to throw in with a politically perilous position that ran counter to his solid supporters in the segregationist South. But going big today on border security and immigration means going bigger than what Trump offered last Saturday. Trump needs to solve the interrelated problems of border security, the Dreamers, and yes, all the undocumented. Go big, Mr. President. I'm Hugh Hewitt.
0: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Indeed knows it's hard to find qualified candidates when you're hiring.
6: It's like finding a unicorn. But
0: when you post your job on Indeed, it's easy to find people with the skills you need.
6: Nurse practitioner, four-plus years experience, acute care certification.
0: Indeed has a huge pool of amazing candidates and screener tools that help you find your most qualified applicants.
6: Whoa, an entire short list of unicorns.
0: Now, get a $50 credit to give your first job posting premium placement at indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, quality standards, and usage limits apply. Additional terms online. Together, we can turn a stairwell into an ER at a moment's notice. Together, we can turn a rescue ship for refugees into a maternity ward. Together, we can vaccinate 710,000 people in just 11 days. Together, we are Doctors Without Borders. Doctors Without Borders goes where others don't to provide life-saving medical care. Learn more at doctorswithoutborders.org. FM 96.1 AM 11:70. The Answer.
5: Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego.
2: With the mambo beat. The yeah, 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 that's my favorite Mardi Gras song of all time. We missed the beginning. It goes like this. Down in New Orleans where the blues was born, it takes a cool cat to blow a horn on the Salle Rampart Street. The combo play with the mambo beat. See, I'm already in the Mardi Gras spirit. What was that? <laughs> Am I being howled at?
4: <laughs> Those are just the neighborhood dogs. I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> you know what I needed? I needed that howl sound. You need to save that for me because I saw earlier in the commercial break, Mayor Falconer. On the news, San Diego mayor, quote, disputing the need for the wall. Well, you know what? I am disputing him calling himself a Republican because that is absolutely shameful. Who's mowing his grass? See, I want to know. I want to know who's cleaning his bathrooms in his house. Because unless you're getting something personally from it, you cannot it's, it's like Dr. Phil always said, if you're engaged in something that's unhealthy and dysfunctional, you're only staying in it because you perceive a benefit somehow. What benefit are you getting out of this, Mayor Falconer? Are you hoping you're going to run for governor at some point? You're going to compete against Newsom? You're the mayor presiding over a, a kid who was left brain damaged from an illegal that had been deported 15 times and had multiple DUIs. You're going to tell me we don't need a wall? Get out of here. Get away from me with that. Anyway, so now I'm not interested in inviting him on the show, by the way. Um, it, uh, it, before the break, though, I was calling on Alyssa Milano. Because who remembers Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh was all about believe women first, believe all women. Men are automatically guilty. Every woman is to be believed first. Uh, that's it. Woman says she was raped. Woman says she was molested. Woman says she was harassed in the workplace. She's automatically to be believed. That's a Me Too movement. And sitting behind Kavanaugh, the entire hearings, was the, one of the greatest minds of, uh, of American politics, Alyssa Milano, formerly of Who's the Boss, sitting behind him the entire time. Well, we got a report today that Sheila Jackson Lee has been pushed out of her chair at the Congressional Black Caucus, which, by the way, where's the Congressional White Caucus? Why, 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 why were we allowed to have that kind of discriminatory, racist organization going on? Um, but she was accused in a lawsuit last week. This should be all over the news all day, every day. Uh, here we've got a congressional leader here who was accused of retaliating against a rape accuser. So what happened was this woman, uh, identified as Jane Doe, says she was raped by a con- congressional. Black Caucus, female, interestingly enough, employee in 2015. You don't hear of a lot of women being accused of rape, but it absolutely does happen. And of young boys as well. Uh, when she was a 19-year-old intern, not the first intern to be to be attacked by a Democrat, by the way. Remember Barney Frank and the, those accusations. And her attacker was the 30-year-old coordinator of the Congressional Black Caucus uh, intern program. Um. No, actually, it's not necessarily a female. That hasn't been specified. Her lawsuit con- uh, supposedly contains lurid details and suggested a police investigation, um, but in- in- included talking to the alleged, uh, taking the alleged attacker's DNA, uh, but no prosecution ever took place. Um, Jackson Lee was not the chair of the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation at the time. The woman says the rape occurred, but she did become the chair in 2015, and then she ended up hiring Jane Doe. She, Sheila Jackson Lee did, and um, then uh, she soon fired her and said that her budget and her work performance uh, didn't uh, – and says the budget and work performance explanation so – basically uh, – Jackson Lee didn't do a good job in documenting uh, j- the justifying of firing her. And these days, you know, you better you you've got to have you've got to have it documented. You got to you've got to have a good trail in order to justify firing somebody and evidently she according to this person, she believes the rape accuser. She says she was fired and, and for retaliation. At the very least, I mean uh, uh, the police were involved here. So we know there was a rape accusation. This is mind numbingly hypocritical here. If she's off of a chair, if she was a Republican, she would have already been. She would have been dragged out of Congress by the scruff of her neck. The there would be. Remember the calls for Kavanaugh to be investigated by the FBI. There were calls for his children to be removed from his home. And all she, all she's, all she's cost is a chairmanship. This is ridiculous. Oh, by the way, there are also reports that that the same people who were going against Kavanaugh partied in Puerto Rico uh, with a Democrat who was accused of uh, molesting or raping young girls. So, you know, this is just more hypocritical, double standard stuff. But what's disappointing here is that you don't have the Republicans. They don't care. Here we are, how far out of of Kavanaugh, and even if you don't think it's about Kavanaugh, we must be pushing back against this kind of stuff because the hypocrisy that's going on here and the double standard that's going on here actually is hurting. It's causing damage and pain and anguish because this is being done to conservatives, but it's not being done to Democrats. And unless we start having Democrats suffer the same kind of pain and anguish, then it's never going to end. It's just like with these Covington kids. I'm not hearing Republicans every day, congressional leaders. Trump was tweeting out about these kids today and about what this represents from a bigger picture to Americans. The media lies targeting young kids just because they're, they're, they're Catholic, just because of, of the perception of their politics. But the rest of the Republican leadership is not saying anything about it. They don't seem to care. And every time the Democrats get away... With this kind of stuff. They move the country left. Every time they're allowed to get away with this, with changing our culture for the worse. I'm not hearing Republicans today talking about how the Democrats took the Freedom Tower and changed it pink to celebrate infanticide. I'm not hearing the Republican Party today en masse supporting and defending the Covington kids and calling out a stolen valor liar and the black Hebrew Israelites Republicans gotta get it together. And I'm not hearing en masse the Republicans chanting on the steps like they should be. Build the wall. We're gonna be thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Happy Mardi Gras season. Trump go to New Orleans.